Hello, everybody. Welcome back to How About That Crypto, your home for regular crypto and Web3 news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist. Today's news and updates are all about the risk to the crypto and Web3 industry, aka regulation. FTX delists crypto it deems a security. Basically, they're picking winners and losers in anticipation of regulation. FTX's CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, gets labeled bad for crypto and other drama. Interpol goes crypto with their own metaverse, and Japan loosens up on crypto laws. What do I mean by all this? Not to worry, I'll explain it all, but please like, subscribe, follow, comment. It helps support me and make sure that this content gets circulated and other people get to see it. Remember, we need to make sure to spread this information because we need to make sure everyone understands this space as they go to vote during the election for crypto-friendly politicians. And so do your part, spread this around. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. It also helps me. Don't forget, this is not financial advice. This is entertainment purposes only use the links below to do your own research all right well i hope you all had a good weekend i know i did and i have an announcement i keep getting censored on google for trying to promote my last interview i promoted the co-founder of multiple web3 companies joe o'rourke co-founded the company that launched starbucks web3 loyalty program and content platform for podcasts and news super awesome interview he tells us how he did it he didn't have any technical experience with selling adult diapers to nursing homes before he launched multiple successful web3 companies it's a great founder story it is also inspirational to the entrepreneurs in this space please do me a huge favor and click in the link link in the description below to get this interview or just look for the joe o'rourke interview then like it subscribe it subscribe if you're not already leave a comment rate the channel and or episode depending on what how you're on here uh, what everyone whatever you can do to engage will help get it circulated it would be also awesome if you shared it with others or tweeted it okay all right so that's enough about that but thank you very much and thanks for your help now the news this is all stuff related related to regulation of crypto and as i've said many times in the past regulation is the scariest thing for crypto it still remains in my opinion the only risk factor in crypto blowing the f up so let's jump right in. And uh, if you're listening on podcast, you can use the links in the description below to follow along or you can just listen up and I will keep you updated on everything. All right. Authors, let's see, we got here. There we go. All right. Authors, Allison Verspria and Suvashri Ghosh report for Bloomberg. FTX will... Sorry, FTX US will decide what counts as a crypto security, CEO Bankman Freed says. Bankman Freed says there's a still a lack of clarity in the US. FTX US will not list tokens it thinks may be securities. So Sam Bankman Freed is the CEO. We also call him SBF, Sam Bankman Freed, SBF, not SPF, like skin suntan lotion. Uh, but SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried, has been in the headlines a lot. He is he was being called the Warren Buffett or J.D. Rockefeller of the Times for cryptocurrency by rescuing a bunch of firms. Now the tables seem to have turned and he is being called out for fancying himself the decider or the official representative or a prophet of crypto. I don't know about all this, but here is the news. So I'm just going to read a little bit from here. The U.S. arm of crypto trading giant FTX will begin conducting its own analysis to determine 
whether assets are securities before listing them. Founder Sam Bankman-Fried, or SBF, said in a blog post published on Wednesday, while U.S. regulators have said some tokens, like Bitcoin, aren't securities, there are a number which are unclear. The crypto executive wrote, until there's more clarity on the issue, FTX US will have its legal team conduct an analysis of each asset it wants to list under a decades-old framework for assessing whether something is a security known as the Howey test. So let's talk about the Howey test real quick. The Howey test is something that's from like the 1930s that is a law case lawsuit that uh, determine what is a one of the one of the multiple tests to determine whether a asset is a security. A security is under the Howey test a an investment of money into a common enterprise with a reasonable expectation of profits derived from the efforts of others. So basically, this is as simple as if you give someone money or buy something and you expect to to get a return on it based on someone else's actions, not just the market saying whether or not they think that something's valuable, then that's a security. So think about like stock and a company. Well, that stock is only going to go up in price and you're only going to make money if that company does a good job that requires other people to do a good job. However, gold could go up. You could expect gold to go up based on supply and demand or debasement of fiat currencies, et cetera. That is not the efforts of others necessarily. That is something that's too decentralized and too big and not controlled by any one group or entity. Okay, so um, there's also something else you should know. The Coinbase had an insider trading situation, which you may already know about. In the Coinbase insider trading situation, the SEC said that some of those assets that were traded with insider traders at Coinbase. So Coinbase had an employee who was like giving that information to somebody and they were making trades with it uh, before it got listed. So if you knew about a coin before it was going to get listed on Coinbase and you bought it beforehand and sold it afterwards, you would experience the Coinbase effect, which is when something is listed on Coinbase because of so much, so much, so many people to buy it and so much money on there on Coinbase, then the price would go up. Now, the SEC, some of these things were traded as securities, but in a blog post published af after the insider trading allegations against its former employee, according this is according to the author here, Coinbase maintained that none of the assets identified by the regulator, regulator and listed on its exchange were securities. In the absence of a concrete digital asset securities regulatory framework from the SEC, we remain confident that Coinbase's rigorous review process keeps securities off of Coinbase platform. So basically what Coinbase is saying here, and I'll highlight that here for anybody watching it, um, basically what Coinbase is saying that you don't have a... You, as in the SEC and the government, doesn't have a, a regulatory framework for digital assets. You're using a framework for non-digital assets. And since there are so many differences between traditional assets and digital assets, uh, there is no real concrete uh, regulation. So what Coin what Coinbase is saying is like, hey, like we're listing these things, and in, until you give us like information on what how you measure whether something is security within the digital asset framework, that's a little more specific than the four pillars: a investment of money, 
into a common enterprise with the expectation, a reasonable expectation of profit derived from the efforts of others. If you, if that's it, I mean, that could be interpreted in so many ways. So anyway, let's see how Binance responded to this. I spoke to person from Binance, the world's largest crypto exchange, said in an email responses that for now, it is not actively engaging in the U.S. discussion over the status of tokens, as in they're like, I'm not even interested in this conversation. The firm added that we believe 99% of crypto assets should be classified as commodities based on their use. Because they're currencies in an ecosystem. They are not equity. So that's what they say, which I love that. However, all the way at the bottom of this article, it does say that the U.S. Arm of Binance announced in August that it was delisting AMP token because the SEC identified it as a security. So as soon as the SEC identifies something as security, they'll delist it. So it sounds like the SEC's got a ton of work cut out for them. So I'm sure they're just going to try to make a law that hits exchanges so watch for that okay tell me what you think let me know what you what you think in the comments um or let me know what you think by leaving a comment below on this uh do you like the fact that ftx is coming out there and going out and saying hey we're going to decide if something is security or not i personally think that this sounds a little um like he's trying to get in bed with the regulators and the politicians and cozy up to them just like a regular banker would which by the way his background is in banking he's a banker bro a finance bro a wall street bro is he really a crypto bro i don't know what do you think let me know leave a comment below i would i want to say that it sounds like he is because he's trying to make sure this thing works but now let's go into why so many people think that he's not. Okay, so Sam Bankman-Fried has also made headlines for drafting, drafting his own regulatory framework for crypto. All of a sudden, he's the decider. He's the prophet. Anyway, just to update you, we still have no clear rules for crypto. This leaves a lot of people out of the market. The argument for regulations that are favorable to innovation will bring in massive amount of capital, thus causing the value and price to go up is the argument I have sided with. Let me say that again. There's an argument that says that regulations that are favorable to innovation will bring in massive amounts of capital, thus causing the value and price to go up. I believe that argument. Remember, this is not financial advice. This is what I believe. So now some people do not believe we should have any regulation, but I do not agree with you. Let me know how you feel in the comments below. And if you're listening on podcasts, please send an email to listen at howaboutthatcrypto.com. You can look at the title uh, of the podcast for spelling. Make sure you check that. Okay. This article is by Benzinga and it is on the dalesreport.com. The title is FTX CEO's report on crypto regulation raises eyebrows with investor. Okay. So I'm going to read a, a few lines here uh, just because it's uh, so good. I found this article here. FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried has come up with a draft regulatory framework for cryptocurrencies, a set of standards while watching, while watching, sorry, I lost my place. Okay, so Sam Bankman-Fried has come up with a draft regulatory framework for cryptocurrencies, a set of standards while waiting for the federal regulatory regimes. Several crypto industry experts, however, labeled the proposed regulations anti-DeFi as a, as, and as meant to cripple decentralized finance. So this is saying that, you know, starting to allege that and push this narrative that Sam Bankman-Fried is against DeFi because of what how the regulatory framework he put together. 
He uh, outlined his desire to block sanctioned addresses in his the his list published on Thursday on FTX's official website. He suggested a protocol that would give hackers a share of stolen currency as long as assets are returned and disputes are resolved. So this is basically he's trying to say, hey, like what if there was like a very basic policy that you'll give this goes on later to say five million dollars. And as opposed to saying, oh, you can keep half of it or 20 percent of it or 10 percent of whatever you stole. So this way, it keeps hackers going after crypto and exposing exploits, but keeping the price tag capped. And while you may not understand why this is a good thing, I believe it's a good thing because uh, we still need people testing the limits of crypto and the more holes that are found now the less less it'll hurt when the masses come in and i think the masses just have to come in in order for price to go up and the masses won't come in until they feel like it's safe and it's regulated he also he also outlined a three-step procedure that ftx will use to determine whether to list a cryptocurrency as a security which goes into the last conversation. He's deciding which ones can be listed on the exchange or not. Plans also include tokenizing equities, ensuring that clients understand the basics of cryptocurrencies and proposing an appropriateness test that would limit customers' access to crypto assets depending on several variables, including their net worth. So this is just a um, another thing that is going to give create barriers to entry for those of us um, who may not be worth a certain amount of money there is also a limitation to access based on your knowledge. I, I am not 100% against some sort of test to question your knowledge, but like who's making this test? And it just sounds like the other, you know, some of the rules where people are like, oh, your neighbor should be decide, should be able to like call in that they're worried about your mental health and then they'll come and seize all your guns. I'm not saying that I am a gun freak or fan but it's just like some of the way that people decide how to it's like you want to make someone's rights based off of one other person or one group's opinions and feelings about the matter well what if there's a conflict of interest and they disagree with your right to this asset or your right to whatever we're talking about and that that person is gets to decide whether or not you have access to those privileges or to that right so I don't like this idea, and uh, but I also really like this idea. Like, I agree in theory. However, in practice, I'm very concerned about it, and I don't like any rules that are not easy to, to, to uphold or or enforce. And I really dislike rules that can be easily manipulated by a small handful of people. Okay, let's keep going on. Plans also include tokenizing equities, ensuring that clients understand the basics of cryptocurrencies and proposing an appropriateness test. So the appropriateness test would probably be like what they're trying to do on um, with like trading options on Robinhood and like talking about saying you got to take a test before you can trade options or use margin. I feel like that's I don't really feel like that's a bad thing. Maybe if it's a standardized thing across the entire government and the government has to apply this appropriate test, then maybe then. Yes. I don't know. What do you think? Let me know. Let me know what you think about this idea of creating tests or letting one or, or a few individuals or a small group of people being able to come out and say, like, I'm going to impact your access to the your rights and privileges.
Okay, moving on. Bankman Freed added that while he favored maintaining the freedom of peer-to-peer transactions, code invalidators, he believed that when marketing its this software to U.S. retailers, regulations ought to be in place. So this is a little bit of like a light-handed uh, description of what I've been reading on the internet about this part. So there is some big concern about the peer-to-peer transactions. Like if I send you money or you send me money, whether it's from your own wallet to my wallet or from your Coinbase wallet to my wallet, my personal wallet. So what do you think that all those transactions should be documented and doxed for everybody to look at? Like if I want to send you money because you loan me money and I'm like having a rough time and I don't want anyone to know that you're loaning me money. And uh, cause if they knew they would know that, you know, that could create potential problems for me if I'm in business, for example. So I'm just saying that there's a lot of reasons to have some sort of anonymity to peer to peer transactions. Um, but I don't know. I guess if you want anonymity, maybe you need to use cash. Uh, but I would be nice to have digital anonymity on some transactions, but I have no idea how this is going to be rec- reconciled with regulators. So he's basically saying like, hey, he doesn't think regulators are going to be are going to go for like privacy. So he's just saying that we need to have regulations or maybe he's saying some sort of rules of the road. I just don't know, because in Europe, their rules right now are saying that they're eventually going to most likely make sure that there is no anonymity. And if we follow the EU rules, which, uh, you know, there is historical precedent for, you know, one jurisdiction that aligns with another adopting their rules or using their rules as a framework for their own. So, What do you think about this? Uh, He also urged the need for regulatory oversight and up-to-date public information audits to confirm that dollar-backed stablecoins are indeed backed by green the greenback. Now, I definitely think that it's important that that a stablecoin actually is stable, and I would like to see audits. I don't think that they should have any privacy at all. I think it should be invasive AF because why would I want to use a stablecoin that can't show me on a daily? basis that they got the money they say they do i'm just saying you know open up your books and let us see like why why you why would you have a problem with that you're called a stable coin so show me you're stable i very irritated about that whole thing okay so anyway um i think this is the whole thing is interesting about sam bang mcfreed he's been getting outed because he's trying to ban get DeFi banned and then he came on to Twitter and he was like, Oh, I don't want to believe that. Oh, you thank you so much for your input. And uh, it seems like he really kind of stepped out on a limb and then he got a lot of crap, a ton of influencers and, and like top level people have said that he is like anti DeFi and DeFi is the part where they cut out the banks and the middlemen, middle people of, the financial industry so you can like trade without paying or working with uh some sort of broker or clearinghouse like everything is done based on smart contracts so he like why would you not love DeFi? i mean you can like cut out the banks and the middlemen and the brokers and all this i mean it's just like why wouldn't you want something like that that's going to lower your costs and yeah 
anyway so let me know what you think leave a comment below i just want to play this little video this is a this is a crypto influencer uh i thought it was really funny and he basically does not like uh sam banger freed or who runs ftx or brian armstrong who runs coinbase check this out i don't represent the people the fuck i don't i'm the one who does it's me I'm the one out here putting the work in behind the scenes trying to save crypto while these devils, Sam Bankman fried Brian Armstrong, they're trying to permanently ruin it. This is not about money for me. I hope you guys understand this. I'm here fighting for you. This guy with these freaking glasses on, this douchebag is out here trying to tell you that only the suits know what to do. Only the suits. Only the people who have all the money. They're the ones who can determine what happens. No, our bill is for the people. And you're going to find this out. We've got the funding for it, and it's coming out. So uh, <laughs> that was very entertaining. Uh, he's definitely upset about this. So I recommend you uh, take some time. If you want to know more about this, kind of dive in, check out these links. It'll lead you to some more of the arguments, especially this bit boy. He uh, was on an, on an interview with Crypto Banter. And uh, I thought that that was really good. Um, so you could check that out. Uh, links in the description below. I would love to hear your opinion on this. Uh, is this just some drama? I don't think so. I think this is a potential uh, uh, potentially showing that one regulations coming Two, there is a fracture potential fracturing in the in 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 the crypto world between those who run centralized exchanges and are going to promote centralization to keep themselves in power and to create competitive moats around their businesses versus those of us who believe in decentralization and want to make sure that that centralized that 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 theme of crypto is not crushed and then what is crypto if it doesn't have the decentralization i guess it is just the technology of moving value around on the internet which is web3 which is something that i'm really excited about um but and then you got bitcoin for your gold or your money or you know your store of wealth um you know that looks like that's potentially happening so tell me what you think about this what are the downsides i'd love to hear from you i'd really love you want you to come on on the show that'd be cool too okay so moving on so to so i don't run too far over on time here author liam tongue reports for zdnet.com criminals are starting to exploit the metaverse says interpol so police are heading there too an international police organization is using the metaverse and wants to understand how crime could evolve I'm going to read a couple things from here. The International Criminal or Police Organization, a.k.a. Interpol, has launched its global police metaverse as part of an effort to train members how to police in a virtual world. Last week, Interpol unveiled that what it says is the first ever metaverse specifically designed for law enforcement worldwide. It says the Interpol metaverse gives officers around the world tools for cross-border knowledge sharing via avatars and to take immersive training in forensic investigation and other police activities. All right, goes on. Criminals are already starting to exploit the metaverse, Interpol warned. As the mem as the number of metaverse users grows and the technology further develops, the list of possible crimes will only expand to include crimes against children, data theft, money laundering, financial fraud, counterfeiting, ransomware, phishing, and sexual assault and harassment. I don't know how you can sexually assault in the metaverse, but that is what they're saying. There's a wide definition of that. So, you know, everyone needs to be on their best behavior. And I don't have any problems with this. Do you? 
I think that this is a good thing. One, it just shows that the metaverse is coming if Interpol is creating their own metaverse. Plus, the Interpol is using it to train other law enforcement officials. And later on in there, it also says things like, um, uh, let's see if I can find it. Hold on. Um, like evidence, like a place to store access to evidence. So imagine if Interpol had this one place you could go in virtually and like basically interact with other police officers and and have access to their information and stuff. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm sure other people do not. And it says beyond gaming and social networking, it had Metaverse has promised for virtual conferencing and business design and testing processes, retail and like the broader Internet crime. And then the last two paragraphs I just wanted to read. Law enforcement are also concerned about financial crime as a service, such as digital money laundering tools, but also business email compromise, CEO impersonation fraud, e-commerce scams, and investment fraud. I definitely can see that the metaverse could usher in a whole new complexity uh, of trying to be vigilant to not get scammed like it's already tough enough with social media text messaging email there's so many scams out there they're trying to get you to click on something or download something for many for many the metaverse seems to herald an abstract future but the issues it raises are those that have always motivated interpol supporting our member countries to fight crime and making the world virtual or not safer for those who inhabit it said interpol secretary general jurgen stock so I think that's a really interesting. Uh, what do you think about this? Interpol's in the metaverse. It doesn't say anything about crypto or Web3, but you know what we, we know is that a lot of uh, in the metaverse, if you're spending a lot of time there interacting there, you're probably going to transact just like you do on social media and in, and in games. So most likely a lot of these are going to have blockchain applications with NFTs and cryptocurrency. So you can tell me what you think about that. And I am moving on to last story. I'm going to try to get this out. All right. Author Savannah Fortis reports for Cointelegraph. Japanese regulators loosen crypto law and make it easier to list coins. The Japan Virtual and Crypto Asset Exchange Association says it plans to make it easier for authorized exchanges to list digital currencies by loosening the screening process. So basically, Japan is trying to backtrack and open up crypto uh the crypto world i absolutely love this headline but let's check out what's inside let's go down here the japan virtual and crypto asset exchange association which is the governing body that deals with crypto assets in japan released documents and plans to further ease crypto laws in the country according to a bloomberg report as early as december of this year the association wants to implement looser screening process for already authorized exchanges to list virtual coins however this would apply to tokens that are not new to the japanese market uh, because they're already in the market so they've already gone through the extensive screening process so for new coins basically and all right, so here we go. Uh, the member of the association, the vice president of the association, latest announcement was that we hope the latest measure will help revitalize Japan's crypto asset markets. These new steps from Japanese regulators come in the hopes of revamping the local crypto scene and making it easier for startups to get their foot in the door. It seems like Japan really wants to keep the this industry in their country they're easing laws maybe they realize this could be a boon for their country during these tough economic times hopefully others will see the potential for job creation and economic growth all you have to do is embrace crypto and web3 create laws that sh that show you embrace it and then give authorities the resources they need to enforce laws and crack down on bad actors to give everybody faith 
Remember, laws should never be written to make the job government's job easier. Laws are there to ensure we all play our part in the social contract. Laws are not supposed to be supposed to shut down industries and technologies that they worry will be hard to police because someone out there is going to allow those things to happen. So it's best if the if we give the feds the right resources they have they need because I have a ton of faith in the feds to do their job and figure out how to police things. Okay. So what do you think about that? Okay, let's see what the Japanese government is doing. The Japanese government passed a cabinet decision to revise laws related to money laundering on October 14th. This means that businesses that facilitate the exchange of crypto assets must provide user information and notify the business operators. Recently, Japan has been considering the growing crypto scene as the government revises laws and regulations. In August, officials said they will consider implementing tax reforms to prevent crypto startups from leaving. There you go. Stay in Japan. This can't, this came shortly after Japanese crypto groups called on regulators to end taxing paper gains. Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida said the government will be making an effort to promote the use of new Web3 technologies in a speech on October 3rd. Specifically, he mentioned the usage of non-fungible tokens and the metaverse. In September of this year, the government of Japan issued NFTs as reward for good work on local authorities. Two local authorities, sorry. So, what do you think about this? I believe that this is all really good news, but it's also important stuff to pay attention to. Please leave a comment below. Support me. Spread the word. Share this. Comment. Engage with the post and the in the in, in the podcast. Help, please check out that my interview with Joe O'Rourke. And um, yeah, I guess I'll see you all later. Hot along.